0: The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre, proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. And hey, just regarding uh, Jack Darling, Alex of North Lake has just updated his uh, text. He says Simpson was talking about Darling in terms of body of work in Simpson's time there at West Coast, effort, reliability, and durability. Yeah,
1: oh, that's fair enough. Okay, yeah. thanks for clarifying that, Alex, because, I, yeah, I mean, Luke Shuey and Cripps, Nat and Newey. Uh, Rioli, Barras, who I thought was terrific yesterday. What yep. about – how unforgiving, Peter, is all the sport we play, whether you're playing amateur, community sport, or the highest, most elite, frightening game in the country, the AFL? Yeah. How unforgiving is it? Richmond's big man, Tom Lynch, he demolished West Coast in round seven. seven five, 14 marks, 19 possessions yesterday – He looked like an under-16s player against Tom Brass. Tom Brass was impressive yesterday. So, yeah, okay, I'm glad Alex clarified that because in terms of Jack Darling's athleticism and his durability uh, and his availability to Adam Simpson, since Adam Simpson's been here since 2014, yeah, he would be, he'd just about be number one. Mm. Luke Shuey, perhaps Matt Prittis that Adam Simpson sacked, they would have all been as durable.
0: Okay. Let's go back uh, to the tempera bedshed text line in the time remaining. Uh, Robert Brizzo. Uh, G'day, boys. Great show once again. Adam Simpson is misleading the Eagles members and supporters. Rebuild? Question mark. What rebuild? Has only played the youth due to injury or unavailability. If McGovern slash Sheed and co were available, they would be picked. Kevin Sheedy once told me. If you can't win the flag, you're better off finishing on the bottom with the future in view. Early draft picks and an access to the brilliant youngsters, something the Eagles haven't got right for some
1: time. I've been saying that for three years, Peter, that West Coast were not planning for the the end of the careers of a lot of the boys that took them to the flag in 2018 under Adam Simpson. And he's been more than – he's been unrealistically faithful to those guys for too long. And that's why some of them are injury prone now. Mm. Some of them are are past their best. And one or two of them are going to have little shots before the end of the season. Because as as we've indicated tonight, uh, everybody, and Robbo, thanks for that text uh, because it tends to agree with my views. They need to make some hard decisions on some of the boys that are coming out of contract. And some of them are their 32 and 33-year-olds and 31-year-olds. They haven't planned for this in the future, uh, over the last couple of seasons, for their future. And certainly, we, I, I agree with Robbo, that when the main players are available, we haven't seen some combination of, of one or two young players playing in there. Now we're seeing Hoff. We saw True yesterday. We're, we're going to see Rothen back in the side because they're playing for their futures. Yeah. But they should be more guaranteed of a future. And Waterman playing as a key forward yesterday, not as a third defensive forward or a running crowd, a hole for Josh and Jack to run into, actually made his own game. We need to see a lot more of that in coming weeks and then early into next year. But one thing I do think about coaches, I mean, Robo sort of says about Kevin Sheedy, that Kevin Sheedy could afford to finish last or well down the premiership ladder, and therefore not play that determinedly to win games late in the season if you're guaranteed to be there for the next two or three or four or five years. So you'd have to be a very secure coach to not want to be winning games late in the season. West Coast could beat Carlton this week. They could beat Hawthorne. On yesterday's form, West Coast could beat Hawthorne at the MCG. They could beat St Kilda here Mm. the week after that. Then it's Gold Coast away. Adelaide here. Josh Kennedy's farewell game. Is there three or four or five wins there? You possibly. could not rule that yeah, out. Possibly. Then, if they're in that sort of form, Peter, and Nick Nat knew he's still up and about, I've got question marks on that because I think he'll have troubles below his knees carrying that knee. Fremantle and Geelong, they won't be Geelong.
0: Mm, but they, okay. they, could they win the Derby? All right, let's just quickly look at a couple of other issues. Uh, Paul of Margaret River says uh, he's been a long-time North Melbourne fan. He's a supporter. He's a member. What the hell's going on at North Melbourne? And, of course, as we heard, Wayne Carey, the Kangaroo legend, has declared that North Melbourne must bite the bullet and sack David Noble. Now, there's seven rounds to go. Do you do it now? Yep, get rid of him. And and put someone in place and see where they can get out of the final third of the season. Well,
1: John Blakey's sitting there as his senior assistant. Yeah, Former North Melbourne great player. And highly regarded and revered as an assistant. Could that coach. be a
0: story this week? Because that was deplorable. Even though it was down at Geelong, it was deplorable after quarter time. Could that be the big story this week that Noble has gone? Noble won't go oh, uh, with, willingly. No, the but, fact that North Melbourne yeah, have yeah. disposed
1: of him. I, I think no, Peter, because Jeff Walsh. It won't happen. I don't. You ask for this week. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Walsh has only been there for ten days. Jeff Walsh has gone in there to do what a mafia and the president and Brady Rawlings won't do, and that's get rid of the coach. Jeff Walsh will then also, I suspect, actually make recommendations they have a new chief executive as well, because Ben Amafio has just been blind in his loyalty for David Noble. Mm -hmm. He was also blind in his loyalty for the previous coach, and there was just enormous problems there between players and coach. And the players and coach problems now are, are, are irreversible. They can't control that. North Melbourne had... Managed just two goals from thirteen inside fifties from quarter time onwards down. I know they're playing Geelong. That's just a monster when they really want to be powerful. But they had just twenty. What was it? Twenty five inside fifties for the match.
0: Mm. I think to Geelong seventy four. I think twelve in the last three quarters.
1: Yeah, thirteen from quarter
0: time onwards. Mm.
1: Yeah. So they must make change. North Melbourne put John Blakey in, uh, and then he would caretake until. North find their new coach, and rest assured there'll be moves afoot to try and get Adam
0: Simpson. All right. And quickly, it uh, looks Which like... Which would
1: mean West Coast would have to come out and say, it is not on, and we'd need Adam Simpson to say, I am coaching West Coast in 2023.
0: They've got to be more definitive, don't they? Otherwise, this yeah. speculation is going to be going around and around and around for, for the next few weeks. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, okay. Um, there's a guy who played in the Majura, Mildura League at the weekend kicked 33 goals in the match. His name was Adam Thompson. The kicked 58-28, 376. the uh, opposition not turn up? They kicked four goals, 125. Oh, the opposition. And he kicked 33 goals. What a performance. Haggers you've kicked plenty of goals uh, over the last hour. Uh, we'll preview Melbourne against Geelong on Thursday night. It's going to be a huge match. Look forward to speaking to you uh, on that game on Thursday. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, Bray. That's been Drive with Peter Vlahos. AFL Review Night on this Monday night. I'll be back again tomorrow from 5 right here on SENWA. Thanks for your company this evening.